Hey guys, welcome in. Thank you for being here for another lunchtime conversation. So this one, especially with Father's Day in the air, I can't wait to share. NASCAR champion Joey Logano and country superstar Lee Bryce, they've known each other for a while, but when I found out Lee was playing in Joey's foundation event, I wanted to talk to the two of them together. They have so much in common. They're both dads of three. They're both the top of their games and what they do, but they were so open about how they flipped the switch as far as their personalities go when they're doing what they do. Also, the changes they've made in their lives to be better dads. But the one thing I really want you to listen for is at the end of this conversation, Joey Logano asks Lee Bryce a question, and I just remember thinking, whoa, that is deep. Anyway, I hope you love this conversation as much as I do. It begins upstairs at a bar. All right, so where are you aiming? I'm going over, over there. I'm gonna try to go <laughs> over there. Let's see what happens here. Action. Amazing. Still got it. Amazing. Still got it. Yo! <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, not much. How are you? Shooting some pool? Yeah, trying to. Like on the old school tables right here, baby, right? Like yeah. It's awesome. It has the miles on them, I think. Oh, I, I like them better so. like that. Yeah. <laughs> How you been? Oh, God, I've been good. We've been busy, you know. We hit the road, played all of Canada, and in the meantime, and everything in between, you know, there's the three kids. and Yeah. It's kind of like all of life right now, and making some new music, you know, it's just... A lot going on, but it's career great. and, great. and yeah. uh, Sarah, poor and Sarah, she, it's hard. Yeah, Sarah's trying to like be at three different places at one time. I'm like, oh baby, dude, I'll be home in a minute. <laughs> tell you what, it takes an army. It does. It, it does an take an army. Days, it sure, sure does. Joey Logano, <laughs> Lee Bryce, this is so awesome to sit with you guys because Lee, we talked several years ago, but I mean, yeah, so much has happened since then. Oh, man. And uh, Joey. Um, <laughs> Current champion. Sorry, just grabbed your leg accidentally. Um, <laughs> current champion. Current champion. Current champion. Um, and this is so awesome. How do you guys know each other to begin with? I know you have met. You know, it's one of those stories in a bar. You just run into a fella and hey, you want a beer? <laughs> you look like that guy. It, right? it was not like that. <laughs> it was not like this. Actually, um, during COVID, mm. uh, we wanted to do something for the first responders. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Right, because during like the middle of COVID, it was right all the the um, and the women in the hospitals and the police force and firefighters oh, and all these people yeah. had to still work. And when we didn't know what COVID was and what right. the risks were and any yeah. of that, right? So these people were really on the front lines um, at the time, and we wanted to do something for them to say thank you. Yeah. And um, we uh, wanted to do a concert at the Speedway here in Charlotte, and so we asked Lee if he'd be willing to do it. It came down. And it, was, it was awesome. With the uh, the first time we met, you came to my shop. Yeah. If you remember, yeah, I remember. And uh, we had some side by side <laughs> there. I talked about that after I left. We had a good time. <laughs> we, we, yeah, I tried to get in. I tried to get into his fun. race car physically. <laughs> My feet, oh, my feet got too. to the floorboard. My butt got about halfway in the in the door, <laughs> and then I, it, everything stopped. And I went, and my I'm like this much is still hanging out in the car. And I'm going, and I'm trying to get my feet to maybe go further in so that uh -huh. I can. I'm trying to, nothing would go any further. He was not fitting. It was, was this, not, I mean, it was physically. It was I mean, I remember my manager. That's why you're here. a songwriter. What a like, visual. Right? Like, like, uh, I'm like, yeah. so I'm stuck. So now I'm stuck in the door, and this is all getting on footage. Right? <laughs> I'm like, and I, I even got my butt close to the seat, but the seat's about this wide. Yeah, it's about, pretty about that wide. <laughs> I'm like, that's, and I, so I'm not gonna go. So then we're like, get, I, I finally get pulled back out of the car, 
And Enzo's like, hey guys, could we maybe just not air that part? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I remember he, he, we get in it, so it's a like, drift truck, right? So uh -huh. it's, okay. a, it's an old Ford truck, it's got a cup motor in it, and we drifted around the parking lot, right? Awesome. But <laughs> Lee's in the passenger seat. Well, I, he's not in, he's on the passenger seat, he's not in the seat. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as he's not in it, his head's like up in the roof, and he's all, and I'm like, you know, you can't get the seatbelts to work uh -uh. because he's not in the seat. So we're like, well, screw it. Uh, I'm You'll done. be all right. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No bubble So what up. were you thinking at that point? That he really trusted me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did. And I did. I was like, you know what? Of all yeah, the people, I don't need no seatbelt. It's fine. I know the car's here. There's just a brick wall over there and a ditch over here. We were oh fine. God. We made it. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Oh, yeah. All right. So you came together through charity. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're helping yeah. others. And so that's what you guys were doing here together too. That's awesome. What yeah. was your first impression of Joey when you first met him? Well, I thought, you know, that all NASCAR drivers kind of had to be like, you know, sort of like my friends I grew up with, kind of redneck and maybe mean and <laughs> will fight and, you know, just, you know, and like, I was like, you're not that way. <laughs> That's what you expected. Like, you're so nice <laughs> and you're so like sweet. And it's only at times. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm nice and sweet now. You I heard, the helmet I heard out. a couple That's stories after. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And then I saw a couple videos. I said, okay, he's got that streak in him. You got to be the thing when you're a NASCAR driver. And you, you still got it. He just don't show it all the time. Right now, see, he's just such a... Having fun. His face is all shaven, and he's so pretty. You do look very clean cut. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah. The guy I work for, Roger Penske, is a very clean cut person. Uh -huh. That's kind of our, uh, okay. our, our thing. So we uh, make sure we fit the, the mold from that standpoint, which... I'm the I'm that way. Yeah. Right? I think there's a like you gotta turn that's the same way, like when you gotta go on stage or do something like it's like you gotta be on and you gotta go, right? Yeah. And, and there's almost it, I I can't speak for you, but I know at least for me, there's two Joeys. Yeah. They're two completely different people. Yeah. Right? Like that's the coolest thing about being a race car driver is that you can be someone completely different yeah. in the race <clears> car <throat> and then be able to shut it off and be normal again. I like, can yeah. be like who you wanna be and who you are. Yeah. But I can go in a race car and be a complete Jerk. That's what cuss on here or not. Yeah. Like, we can be a real asshole on this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay? yeah. And then, and then after that, like you back can. And what does? Let me ask and you real quick. What does that look like? To. Like, what would being that way on the track look like? It's being selfish, right? That's okay. that's what it yeah. is, right? Yeah, that's a big one. That, but you have to be not selfish. him. Right. Right. The that's other, not who yeah. I am. But I have to be. I have to be selfish in a selfless way, right? Because I want to win for the people that work on my race cars and the sponsors and everyone that's involved. I have to go out there and win. And so there's 40 other drivers or 39 other drivers that are trying Doing to do the same thing. thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to roll over for those people, right? right. It's like it's, mm -hmm. that's my job. Yeah. They're trying to take food off my plate. Right. Right. They're not my friends can, at that point. You see, right? I can see it coming that's out. That's what right I know. Now. <laughs> I get fired up. He started. He started. Yeah. yeah so, anyways, I get fired up. Right now. <laughs> I get fired up. Yeah. But, I mean, but that is interesting. Like, do you? Over the years, has that gotten um, like? Do you see that more, or do you man? Is that something that you manage and you um, turn a flip, like flip a switch, or you know what I'm saying? I, I think it's just a competitive vibe, right? Yeah. It's just a competitor in yeah. you, right? Like I see that in me, in business, right? Like the outside things I uh -huh. do that Same aren't much. in the sport, or something that's just different. My goal when I do something is to win, and is to beat the other people, right? right. Like it's. If we go in a different business venture, it's to put those guys out of business. Like yeah. That's our that's right. our deal. Like we I want wanna, them out. I want to win. We want to win. Yeah. That's it. And I think anyone like in whether it's sport or music or whatever, you get yeah. to a certain level, they're competitive people, right? Like we're all sitting here. You're a competitive person, right? You're trying to grow and be a, a build mm -hmm. your brand and, and do this show. 
anything with Lee. He's trying to be the best country music star out there. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. I mean, it's a big, I mean, it's really very um, parallel. I mean, I just said earlier, me personally, I'm a shy guy. I'm kind of the guy, like, if it had nothing to do with music or any, or me being on, if I was at a party or at any get-together, I'm usually the guy that would just be over in the corner, you know, just kind of watching everybody and just chilling, you know? Even like, say, a concert, if I had to go to a concert, I'd be the guy sitting down, like, taking the concert in. I'm not the guy out there who runs. I just, because I'm like this. But I'm is really, it because you're studying? No, that, well, that is, is but like, are. for the most part, I'm just kind of a quiet, huh. keep to myself. But when I walk on the stage, it's like a, it's a different person, like you mm -hmm. said, because I got to do what I what I came here to do. I got to be I got to knock everybody else out of the park. Mm -hmm. And so this competition thing comes over me, like when I'm walking on the football field. It's like walk on stage. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And like y'all ready? And it's like this thing comes out of me like that, right? And I'm like, come on, let's do this. Right. But that's not me right before I walk on the stage. You know what I mean? Me. Other than that, I'm just very reserved and keep to myself. And if if, I, if it was my choice, I probably wouldn't talk to anybody. I just kind of, <laughs> I was that way my whole life, though. I'm just a shy kind of just, you know, I'm not the life of the party. Now, when I did grow up a little bit and I had, you know, if I have a couple too many of these, <laughs> I might become the life of the party. But that's a whole different story. That's not that's who, different... you know what I mean? That's not. Yeah. So how early yeah. before you take the stage do you start to feel that other Lee? It depends on the shows, you know, like, um, or the day. Like, sometimes I've had writers out, and we've been writing for three days, and I'm exhausted, and I just want to take as much rest as I can right up before the show to just be ready to give all the energy I have to that, you know? Um, but Does it matter? It really scale? is. It's really, um, it's, it's so funny, because you say that technically. I'm me, 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 walking through the thing. Guitar's on, me, 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 me normal me, ears in, intro stars, I'm like, still me, me, me. And then when I know it's time for me to go, click, and I walk out, and it's like this, you know, what was it? Uh, Kevin Costner was like, clear the mechanism, you know? <laughs> and it's like a different thing. It's like a different person. Does it matter the scale of the show? Like if the show is like a huge sold out, huge venue versus a smaller It, it doesn't crowd. matter as far because that matter. happens every time, every show. Now, I will say, you know, you come out to some shows and it just might be like, and we went up to Canada and we played all of Canada um, early on, you know, five, six weeks. And they were so appreciative in their own way that we were there playing music. It was crazy. It was like we were Garth Brooks. And so, yes, it was cool to come out on those stages with these packed arenas and these people were like, yes, we are ready to rock. So yes, that, awesome. that, that helps, yeah. you know, yeah. me kind of get into that. Yeah. Are you ready to rock, eh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I got you some know, rock and roll. But yeah, that matters. But it doesn't really matter what show it is. I still have to flip yeah. that switch right yeah. before I walk. It must be nice to go on stage while everybody is cheering for you. Yeah, that's a lot. That doesn't really happen cool. for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get about half cheers and half a lot of booze. I don't know if you had a lot of booze before, but the, I get Have flipped you? off a lot, bro. You know, I heard some people. Some the people, other Joey does. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Right well, it's still me, though. <laughs> man, uh, man. It's funny. Yes.
Did that start for you both when you were kids uh, in terms of the competitive drive? And, because that it is, to me, it seems like it's a little different than your average Joe, not to use your name, but like, you know what I mean? Like your, your level of competition, both of you, is it's heightened, right? Yes. It's, it's exceptional. I think it's, I think it's something that's natural. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it was when I'm five, yeah. I'm just as competitive. Yes. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm having a rock throwing contest or, or making yeah. a machete out of a of tape and a and a, and a lawnmower <laughs> blade, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I can do this. You, you know? make the best one. I'm gonna make the a lemonade stand, and this is gonna be the best lemonade stand. You know, I mean, it, exactly. it's like, I had. You're born. I, maybe I watched my daddy try to be the best at everything he did, mm -hmm. and it made me want to, maybe that's where it came from, or maybe it was just inside, in I the blood, you know? Like probably a little heart, bit of both. You know? Probably a little bit of both, I think, right? You, you learn yeah. by example. Yeah. You know, probably the best way to parent, mm -hmm. I think. I know you'll know more than me, but yeah. you get both of them at this point. But I'll do, I'll do I, I what I say and not what I do, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're born into it, right? Because like, it's not are. like you get more competitive as you go, or get up, or more competitive in, just, inside. It's yeah. just like, Always been there. I'm here. I want to win. I want to be the best. Yeah. I know, there's nothing you, wrong with that. Like, I that's think okay. about, I think about it a lot. Like, do you? What did you think when you were that age? When you started to feel that fire? Did you think that this is what maybe one of the outcomes would be? Right? Or is it like, I, now those are the things mm. I think about with myself. Like, what did I? Right? Like, I think expectations. I didn't, are so I didn't think about a whole lot of other stuff other than Clemson football mm -hmm. and music. When did you? Like for me. When I was six years old and I first got my quarter midget and I started racing, it was one goal, <laughs> I'm going to be a cup champion. <laughs> that's, that's it. And I, you were playing hockey at the time too, is that yeah, right or not? Yeah, but I sucked at that. I got knew it. I was never okay. going to make it in that. But I was like pretty good at driving cars. I'm like, okay. And I was six and I'm like, I'm pretty good at this because I was winning. And I thought, well, okay, one goal, this is what I do the rest of my life. I want to be the best of the best in the series. Period. Period. Was it like that for you? Like in country yeah, so music? I was, I was, um, and I've told this story before, but it's not quite accurate, really, when I think about it. But 17 years old, my girlfriend at the time had bought tickets to go see Garth Brooks. And when I saw that in Charleston, South Carolina, I was like, this is for sure what I want to do, this right here, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, but really, back up to the first concert I went to, I felt the same way. I remember Shenandoah was singing uh, Two Dozen Roses, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And then if I really think back, we had con like quartets and stuff coming into the churches and stuff. And we go, when I was at those concerts, I was thinking I'm eight years old and I'm going, ah, this is what I want to do. And I go back and go back to when I was six. I walked out on stage in front of my church. I sat on the piano and I played, dun, 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 uh, oh, how I love Jesus. Mm. In that moment, I remember I was like, first time I'd been in front of people, I got through it and I was like, that was awesome. Because they stood up and they clapped and yeah. I thought, this he is what feeling. I want to do. So really it wasn't Garth that, yeah. you know. It was more like 10 years earlier when I was at so church was on that on that piano. Yours singing. was like a feeling, it's right? Like, I know it's I'm like, do and this. maybe like, Joey's yours yeah. is too. Yeah. I'd like, that's what well, I think Well, both is so a awesome. feeling of success, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though I was a kid, I wanted little kids race and I love the feeling of winning. It's the same thing, right? When everyone's right. singing and standing I mean, a lot up of and that's, a lot of that's, people that's a don't, don't, don't go, they don't care about that as much. A lot of people like, I really love to swim. 
I don't need to be the fastest swimmer yeah, in the world. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's and I just I like to that. swim. And I'm like, okay, cool, good for you. Yeah. If I was gonna be a swimmer, I kind of wish sometimes I was I like that. I beat you to the other side, you know. <laughs> I can't do it. Right, because exactly. you can't. It's hard to separate. Right. I can't do it. Because that's how you're wired. Right. Like we were talking about golf earlier. That's, that's why golf is kind of hard. I suck at golf. So I hate golf. <laughs> Just like that. I can't win in golf. You're either with I'm me or you're not. I'm not going golfing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I haven't gone golfing in 15 years. I suck at it. I'm really? not going. <laughs> but I bet it's one of those things that if you went out like a few times and you would like, I mean, that it would, would be it. It would take me years. You, if he decided he wanted to right. do it, right. he would do it. I would just start yeah. with top golf. Just go yeah, there. Talk right. Go start. Start around there. Yeah. That might be okay. That's where I'm all evils. So when you get to the point then where you are Joey, um, current champion, and Lee having won a gazillion awards, right? You've so, like such accolades with your singing, with your songwriting, all the things. What happens then? What is that like when it happens? The actual moment? Like when, like the when moment it, when that or, or it becomes, all of it. It becomes, I, it becomes work even though it's exactly what we want to be doing. Mm -hmm. A lot of the job isn't that moment I talked about when I was playing the song in front of the church. A lot of this job, obviously, like Joey, is the other stuff that you, that you gotta do. And, and, and it's like if everybody could do it, then everybody would do it. Um, but you gotta have enough passion for something to put the work in time in your whole life and sacrifice time a lot of time with your family like it's a big it's a life altering these kinds of things are very this isn't like get up and go to work in the morning and it's, like, nine come to it's not a nine to fiver and it's and it's true like we get kids at a certain ages and stuff you're kind of like i wish i had a nine to fiver you know because i want to yeah. be here in the mornings and i want to mm -hmm. it's hard it's, and it's getting harder at the ages but yeah i mean the balance is the balance is hard through life. I've noticed over the last five years or mm -hmm. so for, for me, with traveling, kids, trying to be like to get back to the competitive part. I want to be the best dad in the world. Right. Right. Which you, it just gets hard to do <laughs> if you're do doing I, this other thing. How do I do it? Yeah. Right? Like, like, and then there's some days yeah. that I feel like I suck at everything. Yeah. There's some days I get home. I'm like, I failed at everything today. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a good enough husband. I wasn't a good enough father. And I wasn't a good enough race car driver. Like, there's just times that I feel like because you're gone from home, and if I have a bad race. And I screwed up. I'm like, well, I just screwed up. So I'm not a good race car driver. I wasn't with my kids. I wasn't no, a good I, dad. I failed at everything. My wife's today. at home with all these kids. I'm a bad husband too. And I'm like, oh my god, I suck. Right? Yeah. And it's just like that. So what? But I mean, like everyone sees the highlight reel, mm -hmm. right? That's what they see. Yeah. When Lee goes on stage and he's singing That's up there, and they think that is the coolest job in the world. He's up here, <laughs> and he's rocking is, out, right? and it is it cool. It is, but right? it's but definitely... it comes with a, there's a grind piece to it, right? You got there's a there's Work to get to that level and to stay at that level and mm. stay relevant. And That's a big part. Titty winning is not simple. It's yeah. a lot. I don't want it to sound like I'm complaining or, or we're complaining about it because it's still no, an awesome job. No, it's a job. very specific it pays circumstance. Well. Like, yeah. okay, it's, well, it's, good. it's like she asked specifically, you know, what happens whenever you get there? And I'm like, well, that's where I'm at, you know, I'm there, I'm playing arenas, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm paying mm -hmm. for my kid, I'm, you know, with, with my job that I, this is, you know, this is it. This is the life. But the hard part comes then, the hardest thing goes to competition level goes, well, now it's easy to introduce myself to the world and like be a new thing and kind of maybe do this over a bunch of years and get to a point. It's really hard 
to stay mm-hmm. that that cool to people and stay that relevant. It's harder to stay there than it is to get there, I think, sometimes. And wow, uh, I never thought about I it that I can see way. that from you. I think you know, it's different for us. You know. But you're relevant. You're going as long as, you you're win. Go, as long as you win. But, if but you, I don't but have you to know be what? cool to you're win. Gonna older, right? like, you're gonna get older. You're gonna get older, and it's gonna get harder, and all the other things are gonna press on yeah. you. And then one day you're like, man, the drive for this lessens a little bit, you know, with age and with this wisdom and kids and stuff. And you go, okay, now I gotta still be the best, but also because I really want to be the best in the daddy part. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And so it starts to weigh on you a little bit sometimes. You know, I mean, it, it's not change our life, but this year, I cut off a bunch of shows. I said, I only want to play this many shows this year mm-hmm. because I want to be home this many days, mm-hmm. you know? It's funny. You know, I said at the beginning of this year, I walked into the office, I'm going to do less better this year. <laughs> and they're like, you're going to do less better? I said, yeah, I'm going to do less things <laughs> better. better. <laughs> so I'm going to do less it. better. <laughs> and it's like, I like resolution. I walked in. I like that. looked at me like, you're in, what? I'm, like, I'm just going to do less better. I Did you that. come up with that? No. Yeah. I like that. I love that. It's a shower thought, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> things just come in like, yeah, less better. I like that. Well, yeah. it's like when people I'm say, work smarter. I'm doing right now. Work smarter. Work smarter. Exactly. It is hard when you, well, before I say that, What's interesting is about what Lee just said is you are the defending champion, though, right? So I wonder yeah. in some ways if you don't worry about your relevance, but you worry, like, if following that performance up, if yeah. that yeah. is a pressure yeah. that is sort of oh, similar, yeah. right? Because you don't like, want the post-championship slump. But right? in sports, like, that's I mean, so hard. It's, very, it's a very relevant thing. Like, that's a... Yeah. It's real. That happens a lot in, in so many sports. And you know what? Uh, counteracted that one for me is and this is a kind of a funny story. I went to Ford's uh, headquarters and met with their CEO, and I'm thinking this is after the championship. It's just me and him in this office. I'm like, okay, and my crew chief Paul, and I'm thinking this is going to be like a hey, nice job. You won us a championship. That's great, right? He said that, and then he followed it up with, but you probably won't win next year. <laughs> and you're like, and I was like, huh? Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. <sighs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. I, I didn't, I wasn't ready for it. Right? I, I, I was expecting a celebration, you know, this was awesome. And he told me, you're probably, you know, you just can be complacent, you already made it, you know, you're there, you know, you, you're not as hungry. You know, I feel like a couple of years ago, you missed a championship by a spot and you probably were pissed wow. about that. And, I, and so like, That's a week said. went by. This is exactly what he said. Wow. And so a week goes by and it kind of dawned on me, I said, this guy's smart. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. He was trying to, to piss me to off, piss and it me worked. Off. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> he know it what? worked so good. So, like that's been like my driver that's factor good. this year. And, and I've I've said this story many times. I've said it to the team a lot. We've printed hats, and our our slogan's never enough, mm-hmm. right? Like we're just it's just never enough. Like, yeah. Just because we've made it, the journey's not over. It's not over. It's not over. And until we until I hang up the helmet, the yeah. journey's not over. Period. And so I got to just keep. Fighting for it and keep going for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. If that drive goes away, if that thing ever leaves you, that's when you go do something else. Yeah. For me. Yep. You know, if I'm not going to go out there and be the best songwriter and perform to people like in my mind, what like there's something they've never seen every night they come. If I can't do that, if I'm not going for that, then I'm. What's the point? I'll just go home and write songs, or I'll just go home and you know I'll go work with my dad. I mean, you know, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just it's what's the point to me? Yes, what's the point? I think a lot of people aren't that way, and so there is a different breed of people. There's certain people that care about competition, and and it's competition with yourself, really. Right. It's like I want to beat what I did last year. I want to keep lifting myself to a new a new height, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 
are there things you're doing differently um, to to get there? You know, do you change up stuff each year? Well, there's all kind of things you learn. Like mm -hmm. you learn more about a car. You learn more. You learn more about that turn on whatever speedway. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's a million <laughs> things you start to you're clicking in that you experience, right? And so over experience, I'm yes. I mean, I learned so many things about. Okay, well, we had. <clears throat> We put out this song because I want because I wanted it to feel like this, you know. And I thought everybody was gonna love it, you know. And or or you know, when I need to get better at like hanging out with some radio folks so that yeah. I know exactly how to play the game, you know, and get it all done. It's not always you know best song is gonna be the one played on the radio. It's a it's a work thing mm -hmm. you have to figure out. And so millions of little things you're figuring out along the way teach you to still be able to. Now still be in there, being relevant, and like be the best, you know. And it's hard to say the best, you know, in like this this you know line of work. But for me, in my mind, I want to feel like we put on a show just now that nobody this nobody out there anywhere could have touched tonight. Yeah. You know, these people were gonna walk away tonight going, "That's the best show I ever saw." I feel like I gotta do things different sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just keep it fresh. Yeah, we do that too. Yeah. Right, like. This is my 15th season in Cup. Wow. And wow. when you do 38 races a year, it's like the same Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday, right? Just a different track. Then Monday's debrief day, and you do it again. Mm -hmm. And you do it again. Yeah. And, you, and you keep going, you're doing the same thing over and over again, even though it's a different track, but it's like the same meetings scheduled at the same mm -hmm. time to the same place to do the same thing. And sometimes I'm like, I just need to do something different. Like yeah. I need to like switch it up just to, yeah. like you know, people say you should drive to work different ways sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, cause if you do the same thing over and like you just, yeah. like I, I drive to Penske <laughs> or race shop, I go different ways every day. Just cause I'm like, I don't know, I'll try this way. I'll try. <laughs> and some are longer than others, but whatever. I just, cause I, I just get so stuck into the same thing. Yeah. I and I feel like that gets you into a that rut. Definitely. And, and, like, so, but it and I just had to keep you do out something of different. Rut. Yeah, doing something different. Like there's times like I used to bring rut. my motor home to every single race. This year I'm like, I'm gonna stay in the hotel. Yeah. I'm gonna stay really? with the guys. All yeah. that's I wanna do lot. that. Yeah. That's just a different thing. I wanna try that. Are that's you doing different. that? Yeah. I'm the most of them. How's that? Which Good. hotel? Which hotel? I enjoy it. What room? <laughs> 222. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yes, always. Oh, is it more twos? <laughs> so have you found, is there any benefit that you found to, to that? Or um, yeah. I just think it, it's just, it just changes it up. It's a little bit more yeah. exciting, right? I can go to dinner with the guys or I can go like things afterwards. I'm around people more. Like I don't like, I hate being by myself. I might be the opposite of you on this one. Yeah. I can't I'm handle cool, it. Man. I can't handle it. <laughs> Always got to be around people. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. I think what my does it mind, make you feel? Actually, I do know why. My mind thinks more when I'm with people. I, I think out loud. I'm not much of an internal thinker. Like, I got to talk things oh, out. Wow. And I think being around people makes me better. So I like that. And I like hearing people's stories and their perspectives. And yeah. I mean, there's times that I got to be by myself and study. But nine times out of ten, if I'm studying, Racing, I got someone there with me. Huh. Same as my spotter or, or engineers, crew chiefs, or whatever. Like, if we're going through stuff, I got someone with me because I want to bounce ideas off. What do you think you're of talking that? it out. Yeah. yeah, I got to talk it out. It's what you were saying about your songwriting, sort of, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, well, I would change up stuff too. And like the songwriting, it's like people ask me all the time, <clears throat> hey, so like, how do you write a song? I'm like, well, there's about a million different ways to do it, you know? Sometimes they're like, is the music coming first? Or, and I'm like, mm -hmm. well, 
I change it up all the time. Even to the point of... Every time you write a song, you do it a different yeah, way. Well, and that's just the nature, right? You might get an idea and go pick up a guitar and maybe make them work together and you go call some friends, whatever you write the okay. song. But also things like, I would, just like you're talking about, how to keep it interesting and not be the same path to work every day. I picked up one day, I said, I said you know what? I don't want, it was just always an acoustic guitar. Everybody had acoustic guitars in the room and it had a tape recorder and that's what we did. And later on, you go doing a song. Well, I started bringing in an electric guitar with a little good amp. People were like, what are you doing? I'm plugging all this stuff in. <laughs> and then I brought a little speaker with a little iPad that I could make drums on. And it was like, drums, and we're playing in a groove. Hmm. And then one day I go, you know, I'm, all I'm bringing is a bass today. Just to, it changes, yeah. kind of restarts that brain and gives you something else kind of to, to lean into, even though it's all hmm. pointing in the same direction. I like you know? that. I like that. It's, yeah. Bring a banjo to a right only. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's not just for you. Like it's, it's for your whole band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. They're all going through the same the same stuff. Yeah. Right? And on stage another we night, do that. Another yeah. play. On stage another, like, we change we stuff again. all the time. Another, yeah. We gotta go out yeah. here like again. Day. Yeah. Right. Like, like oh here's the same set again. Like right. I mean it's like you gotta switch it up. You made me think about um, your song Soul. Mm. I love that song and I love the, the other sound that it, like boy all that stuff right but Soul sounds pretty different, how'd mm -hmm. that come to be? Well, it was, it was really, really, really different whenever I heard it, and this guy wrote it, and somebody said, hey, just listen to this song. And I was like, I mean, this is just so not any, anywhere in my world. I'm like, but something about it was just really, like, hooky. It didn't even have some big twist lyrically or anything like mm -hmm. that, but just something about that groove and the, the soul, all that, um, I was like, a couple days later, I said, I might better record it how I would record it. Because that, if anybody ever heard that version, it would you would never think that it would be, say, a single for Lee Bryce and Roger Ray. Change it up. So yeah, I got in there and said, all right, same groove, same thing. Let me go record it how I would record that song if I had written it. And um, even that way, I still had to sort of fight to get it into my world because it was just kind of a pop song. But that made it, for me, I love these songs like this because it makes it unique from all the other stuff that's on the radio. If I go mm. bring a, a southern rock song into the mix and say, hey, here's my new single, they're like, well, we already got a Jason Aldean, you know? Mm -hmm. And they only got 20 spots on their playlist, and they're not gonna play two of the same. So you gotta bring your own yeah. thing, okay. you know? You gotta bring your own thing. You can't go write a George Strait song and go put it out like Saturday Night George Strait because they've already got a George Strait song. Mm. You know what I mean? Huh. Uh, so you really got to know the market. Game, so you right? have, to yeah, find, you have to find your own thing, and that's a big, that's a competition thing there to go, to go, well, for me to be my best, I got to write something that's like nothing else out there, and that also still fits in on the radio. It's like yeah. this double yeah, But also fits your yeah. brand and like who you are. It's like, hey, hey stand, right. you, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but it did, you, you did, like you checked all those boxes with it, because that's every time I hear it, I think, wow, I wonder what, because it does sound different, but it sounds like you yeah. to me, right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it's cool out to hear how you build a song, right? Like, mm. you get so many, like, I see how race cars are built every day. Right. I completely understand that because it makes sense. It's it makes parts, sense. There's pieces, yep. you assemble them. Like, it's, Start it's here, visual. I see it. Here, it. Right. Here, right. But with the it. song, it's not, it's not as visual. Like, like I see to it you, getting built. To you, it might not be. But to you, it For is. For me, I see you it. I see, see it in the whole colors thing. and I see it in pictures. You see it in colors? I see it in, yeah, I see it 
and a million different things. And so that's why I'll use, for lack of better words, an and or a but or a the in between all the major lyric because the color is right. You know, the it's like you gotta, when you hear a word in a co-write, that word is, it's like somebody told me one time, you know, Lee, that's cool, but that furniture just doesn't match the room. It's like, you know, you got a, you got a toilet in the living room. That doesn't make sense. So the lyric has got to be the right furniture in that hmm. lyric. Mm. You know, in other words, the word that you're going to use has got to, like, fit into what you're saying here. If we're talking about race cars and stuff, you know, you're not going to probably be putting the word milkshake handing it to you in the middle of your race. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't necessarily. There's a lot of other words and yeah. terms you're going to use in the middle of a race. Yeah. You know, pit stops and tires and lug right. wrenches and, you know, air hoses, all those things work. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to talk about, you know, something way off on bottles for a baby or alligators or whatever. They just mm -hmm. don't fit in that, in that room. And so that room, every song has, is a room. And so, you know, you gotta make sure that furniture's right, and that comes with just feeling it. Like, and you see, you feel it, you know, you just, like if you walk in a room, but that doesn't feel right over there. So right. what happens, you know? so, you, so you get your song built, right? Okay, so now you got, and you're, you got it dialed, right? You got the whole thing, it is, this thing's money, right. I got it, right? What happens next? Like, how do you, like, then you present it to the world yeah. to where everyone else is gonna love it as much as you? Like, what do you do? Well, you, we like to try to make a plan, you know, instead of just going, hey, we're going to put this out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right. We like to go, hey, what's, what's after this? If this is a hit, what's next? What's next? And what's next? So that everybody in my world, at the label's world, all those people can start doing their job and going, okay, if this is next and this is next, let's make a plan for all of it, not just for right this second. So you have like a, a six month plan of or this is two years. So it's not plan. just a one off. Uh, yeah. It's there's backing. You no, know, there's, there's a, so much backing. And then like, because if you have a hit, there's song, a bunch of momentum. So you got to yeah, have the You next. don't want to get a hit on momentum and then all of a sudden go, I got nothing. Oh, I got to pull over <laughs> and wait until I figure out the next, <laughs> how do I figure out the next gear I got to go to? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. You better be ready. Put it in second, put it in third, put it in fourth. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so that's a big part of it, you know. So will you shelf a song? Like you get the thing done and you <laughs> put it away for, until you get a plan? I've been shelving songs for 10, 15 years now. A song that just like, and you know what, let's and pull I this one know. off the shelf. This is going to be it. Right. And I've done really? a little bit of that with this record, but I know for a fact on future records, I've got songs that'll be 10, 15 years old, at least, if not 20, wow. 20 years old. Yeah. Some of the first things I wrote when I came to Nashville, I still to this day know that they're relevant when the time comes. So yes, I got stuff on the shelf all the time. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts. What's it sound like? What can you give us a little example of? <laughs> you mean like content of the song, or just what you wrote you about know, those days? Uh, one, or? You know, one of the first songs I wrote in, in Nashville was called "Beautiful You," and it's kind of talking about daily life between two people, and the guy's just going, "I don't know what I'd do without beautiful you." Start smiling, laughing till you're crying. Even if I'm trying, I can't help it, but laughing at myself. I don't know how you do it. Just like there's nothing to it, you know. But when I look up, there ain't nothing left but beautiful you. It's like a, this this love song to a, a it's wife. It's yeah. timeless. Yeah. But and we tried to even put it on my first record. We recorded it three different times, and none of them 
came out like it ever felt when it was just me playing for people. Because when I did that, people, it was like magic, mm -hmm. you know? And then we get in the studio and try to capture that. Just never could find that magic. But I know that song has never left me. And I know it's still relevant. And at this moment, I could put it out tomorrow. And so <laughs> I've got hopefully a lot of, a lot of records left mm -hmm. I can do because I've got a bunch of songs I want to get out there. Do you release so one cool. song? Like, I, so like the music world's changed, right, ever since you started downloading uh -huh. music instead of buying CDs. And so, like, do you ever release like one song at a time, or is it like a whole like set? You know, it's we kind of a lot of times we'll tease with you know we've got an album coming out, we'll tease with a couple of the songs on the record before, so people start hearing it and getting to know it before the, you know. But if I if it's ever kind of completely in my hands, which I think is, I'm coming close to that, yeah, I may put out a song if I write one next week and I got a cool good, track on it. it. Put this on iTunes right now. And just Text see what happens. And, and who cares? Here we go. Now move to yeah. the next song. Because it's been it's really been hard now looking back at all these songs that are just sitting here. It's frustrating. Yeah. I want to be able to go. Maybe wrote this today. I'm while you're excited about it, a lot of times that excitement transfers. Like if I played you a brand new song right now that I was like, oh, listen to this, you'd be like, oh man, that is so cool. Attitudes are contagious. You know, like, I say it all the time. Right? I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, it's been a year, two years, and I'm like, you know. Oh, you know, well, yeah, I got this song. I can play this for you. You're like, oh, come play me some music. Well, okay. It's just different. Yeah. So that attitude and that timing, mm -hmm. something about something fresh off the freaking stove just better than does leftovers. better. You know what I mean? I want to ask you guys about your kids because but one of the things I was like, oh, this could, I've been so interested because you're both, you both have three kids, boy, boy, girl. For both of mm -hmm. you, right? In the ages. That's right. There you go, right? So, um, so yours are 15, is that right? Remind 14, 14, 9, nine. about to be 6. Yes, Dakota, um, Riker, Riker and Shirley. Shirley. Okay, mm -hmm. and you, Hudson's 5. Hudson's 5, Jameson's 3, and then Amelia's 1. Dell is 9, Sybil is um, 6, right? So okay. we're sort of in the same yeah, vicinity. You guys are we a little, both have you're ahead of me, yes. Barely, but um, yeah, so how do you do, like, how do you do what you do when you guys are talking about, like, when you're talking about racing or if you're struggling or whatever it is? Um, because I know I deal with that as a, obviously as a, a working mom, but for you guys, it's a different, it's a little bit of a different, unique deal too. So how do you keep doing it? What type of changes? I mean, I think it's, I have tried to, well, it's the balance, right? The balance is the hardest thing. And I try to do when I'm home, and I'm not successful as 100%, I try to put my phone down mm -hmm. and say, okay, I'm only gonna answer this phone unless it's like, right. something's, Right, something's bad. really bad, right? Like, I gotta answer the phone for something. But I try not to, to do that, because I try to be, like, I categorize things to where it's dad, husband, right. race car driver. Like, boom, boom, boom. Right. And none of them mix. So when I'm at the racetrack, don't bother me. Yeah. I'm going racing. When I'm at home, work doesn't bother, you better right. not bother me. Don't bother me. I'm at home. There's somebody that doesn't bother And I think, it's, I try to do 100% at what I'm doing at that moment. Because I, I can't multitask yeah. with a crap. I can't, like, we were back here earlier and they were doing a science sound check and I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to say <laughs> earlier. And I, and I was so into the music and... Uh, <laughs> so you're like, so I funny because I, I would think the opposite about you, though. For real. Cannot I, do it. That's so funny. Cannot, a race but car is the only place I can multitask. Only place. I think and because my life's on focus. the line. Because if I screw up, I 
hurt right. myself. But but like any other occasion, I have to focus unless I go bonkers. Yeah, I echo and that so, with along with beforehand. Now I know that I have to I have to plan way ahead. And it's like Sarah said one time, mm -hmm. she was everything was frustrating. She's like, I don't want to have to like schedule time to hang. Oh, together. dude, I heard that or one. Schedule before. a date, and I'm like, well, baby. That's just what it is. And honestly, and I could flip it around on her and go, when she's in the middle of her, her mama day at home and homeschooling and yeah. a million things, I try to call her, she's like, I'm in the middle of the I'm like, I don't want to have to schedule. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, you know what I'm saying? I do, I do know. But, but, so she gets it whenever it goes like that, but like it's the yeah. truth. So I have to schedule, I have to go, look, I know I'm going to be gone for two weeks, mm -hmm. three weeks, or for six weeks, I'll be gone a lot, I'll be home a day or two. Well, after about that time now, I'm not going to continue doing that through the summer all the way. Like next week, I'm home for 16 days mm. straight, yeah. which is, that's Great. home. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'll go to work, so I'll go to the studio, you know. I'll take yeah. the kids to the farm, though, and I'll have so much time with them. I'll take them off her hands, let her have a couple weeks of just, like, go do. Go to, go to the mall and, that's you awesome. know, shop for towels. I know that's what you want to do. <laughs> but... You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, Lee, that's probably what I, she wants I, to do. Yeah. I, I swear, I swear, I it seems like this yeah. But listen, I, I finally got, my husband was saying the same thing, and he, you know, he is on the Today Show in the morning. He has several people that are in charge of one thing, and that is how it gets done, right? And mm -hmm. it's how, so to me, that's always so fascinating, is understanding how he, just like you guys, you... You have a family around you at work, but it's also the way you treat those people that mm -hmm. is everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I just started finally calling my husband's assistant and being like, I need from 4.30 to 5 on the calendar. Yeah. And sometimes I don't tell him, and he'll just <laughs> pop it up and be like, what's, hey, what's this? Because I'm like, we need, to, we need to discuss X, Y, Z, right? And I'm like, That's funny. But it's hard, but it's, it's because so you've got to But if respect. you don't do that. Yeah, then you can't. You mess or up. I got back. You, you missed things. He was going for I drinks with a friend of ours, a guy friend. I was like, hey. Like, how are you doing? And he was like, well, we got we to schedule it. I'm like, okay, so then that's right. So yeah. it's communication, it's, I guess, too. Yeah. I always um, have a hard time, too, like, shutting it off, right? It sounds like, yeah. like, if it was a bad race, which, um, listen, I don't win every one of them. I wish I could, but it's a one in 40 chance. So I win, if I win six races in a season, that's a pretty damn good season, right? So most of the time I lose. And, like, I'm mad because I'm competitive. And it's hard for me when I get home sometimes to just completely shut that off, right? Hard. Like, hey, daddy, you know, they come home, they give you a hug, yeah. and like, yeah, and like, I'm happy about that, and I want to be with them, and I want to mm. be as excited as they are. But then at the back of my mind, I'm like, we sh I screwed up here, or as a team, we should have done this right. better. It's and like I think of all the things, and I'm like, I can't shut it off. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I need like a certain amount of time to like, yeah, yeah. if you go on Move vacations on. now, it's about the third day before I actually take Enjoy a something. big breath and go, <laughs> I feel like I'm on vacation now. Because it takes me two or three days to just get all this out of my head and actually mm -hmm. just say, oh, you can be on actual, like just be in I can do nothing. <laughs> I can do nothing, because yeah. the first few days yeah. I'm going, I got this thing I need to make better. This guy's calling me, I gotta get it yeah, done. You know, yeah. And like, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. uh, you have to make things a priority. That's kind of how you do it. You yeah. Know? You have to make things priority, schedule things in if you have to. It's yeah. priority is priority. Yep. And I, um, we're really tight on time. I want to ask you one more thing, two more things, and I'm going to make it quick, but I really want to get this out. So one of the things that 
I was on a call with both of your teams, right? And the one one other thing that really they both said these are very uh, clear similarities is the way that you both um, have navigated what we were talking about a little bit, but just the teams that are around you, right? Oh, and how, mm -hmm. but also the selflessness that you have. Um, Mike Folley was talking about when his his wife Kaylee was diagnosed with cancer, stage four cancer, and he said, "You, Joey, right away." We're like, "Let's put her name on the car. Let's make sure the insurance is good. Let's make sure like all these things." And Lee, I know you do similar things because they've shared those stories, but you don't have to do that, well, right? I and mean, you do. You do for you me do. because is honestly, the right do? they do so. It's the right thing to do. But they do even if they didn't do this, but they do. Everybody, if you have a good camp. They do so much for me on a daily 7 a.m. to freaking 12 a.m. day, every day, all the time. And yes, they're getting paid and all the stuff, but it, I couldn't pay them enough. So yeah, you imagine I'm, placing I'm them or trying to figure so, that out. Yeah, off. and if there's something like that comes along, or hey, you know, my mama is not doing, get your butt out of here. Yo, we'll figure it out. Absolutely. Go. Why are you still here? You know what I mean? Yeah. No questions asked. I've been really lucky to have these the band for since the very beginning, and I got a lot, a lot of my guys. Most of my crew have been there now for a long time, and mm -hmm. they work together. We had to weed through some people for a while because attitudes don't work with me. That's like the the only way to get fired around my camp is to have a bad attitude for a while. Like mm. not like you're having a bad day. I just mean if you're just. Negative. I, if you're just a negative person, mm. it ain't. Sorry, I love you, but it's not gonna work around here because that's just a little. That's like a. That's like a cancer mm -hmm. in your, mm -hmm. in your thing, and it'll and it'll do that, and it'll start tearing things apart and all things, and like, oh, yeah. nope, you got to go. Mm -hmm. You could screw up your job. You can. Everybody has their days. Yeah. But you're fine with me. You have a place we live. We're a family. Just don't have an attitude. Like, yeah. don't you got to yeah. treat people, everybody. Yep. Better than they deserve to be treated. Hundred percent. And it comes back to it's the best investment. Everybody, it's a great investment. Best one. And, best one. and uh, you know, just taking care of your people because they just take care of us all the time, every day, non-stop. And so, yeah, any chance I get to do something special or for mm -hmm. any for a good reason or for no reason, mm -hmm. I do just because I've always have. Even when I didn't have any money, I'd be trying to find money to give them more than I can afford to give them because I just appreciate them so much, you know? But Number one thing my dad taught me, you can't soar like an eagle if you're working with a bunch of turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, is, is that not the most truest thing you've it's ever heard? It's great. It is so true. It's that so is. true. Like, you can't, like, you're only as good as the tool you're working with. Right? Mm -hmm. That's right? If you're trying to change a tire with a screwdriver, yes. you can't, it, sorry, <laughs> that tire nothing gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like you just yeah. gotta, like, it's so important to build that team. And like Lisa says, it's hard to get those people. Like to get the right Takes people in the right places that have the skill set, but also the the, attitude. the same attitude, Heart. the drive, the desire of, of where you want to go yeah. as, as a yeah. leader. And, and you're relying on these people so much, right? Because yeah. there's so many Behind things I think doors, neither one yeah. of us are do, can do. Physically, like, yeah. cannot get to these things. And, and probably don't relying, even know about, maybe you don't. Yeah. Don't even know what's happening. Nine yeah. times out of ten, I just, yeah. I'll go it's somewhere happening. and someone's like, oh, thank you so much for doing this. And I'm like, <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. But you're welcome. I don't know what happened. And, and I'll always say that. I always, I always say, I'm like, well, that was all this guy, right? And, yeah. just, and, I'll, and they'll explain yeah. to me, I'm like, it's great. Like, it's good. Like, you got to have people that got your back. That, that have your vision 
in place to go somewhere. And then they grow with you. Yeah, and they right? care so about your vision and becomes their you. vision. Yes. If you show your trust in them, yeah. right? Yeah, you're kidding. You start getting people that have been with you for eight, ten years. It's, it's oh, a real thing. I like, sure I mean, really do. And it says a lot about people, too. Like, if I met some, like, Meet and Lee, and he says he's had his team around him for a long period of time, Yeah. it's like, it's I automatically know he's a good guy. Yeah, it's true. Right? I just know it. Because nobody's going to stick around a right. jerk right. for that long, right? right. And you're like, this guy, if, if he's a, a real bad person to work for, and didn't treat people correctly, he's gonna have a revolving door. He's like, mm -hmm. in and out. A lot of people long. do, and they're okay with that. They just go through bands and go through crew members and go through lighting guys and go through managers even and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that is not how I like to do things. No. I like to do things with people that I can trust because I know them and I don't have to be there to make every decision because I know the decisions they make are reflect on me and I know they make the right ones yeah. all the time, every yep. time. And you grow together, yeah. right? Like it's Everybody, like you, right. it's hard to put someone new or have a whole new team, and it's like you got to start all over, right? You're like, oh, I, I want to teach this that. person everything. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, Maybe it doesn't it comes know out our lady, laziness. We're like, well, we just like to keep our team. That might be a <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Did you? No, that was hard. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what? not it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. What has been the toughest thing that you both have learned along the way uh, that you've dealt with that has? taught you or that you've learned something really valuable from through your experience? That mistakes are the best opportunity that mm -hmm. can be. And it's hard to understand that when you're in the trenches of mm -hmm. making mistakes. And, but it's where you, where you grow the most is when you're making a mistake. And as long as you make that mistake twice, where well, you're better right. because of it. Right. And maybe that's my mentality because, like I said, I lose more than I win. That those mistakes are stepping stones to victory, eventually. Yeah. And it's also what digs you out of the hole quickly when you think about, okay, I learned something, I can move on now. Right. And so I think that was like a key lesson for me early in my career, is I made a lot of mistakes, uh, not just the racetrack, but how I handled situations they're off not, the racetrack and those things. There's no regrets. Regret. No, because, because I'm learned something from them. Exactly. I'm the person I am now because of that. And so not that I've ever achieved where I'm going to be or want to be, right? Like I'm, I'm still, yeah. I'm yeah. always going to be yeah. chasing that and I should be, but the mistakes now almost, I don't want to say get me excited, but they're not a negative to me anymore. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, that, yeah, I, I totally to agree with that. And I, that's one thing, a big thing, you know, I've learned too. And I also have learned like, you know, we're doing essentially, we are, yes, this is, these jobs aren't easy, right? But they are amazing that we get to do like our passion. Absolutely, right? mm -hmm. So yes. I have been trying. I mean, I try to every day remind myself, you know, instead of, oh man, I got a show tonight. I'm trying to mm. make sure that I'm always, man, we got a show tonight. Excited about it. And or kind of like, who who am I gonna meet? Appreciate, What's yeah, gonna and appreciate the sun while it's shining, you know, and and know that this, these days are gonna pass, and I'm gonna look back one day and go, God, those are the greatest days. You're gonna miss it at some point, you know, and like I'm trying to soak them in, and not just in my career, but obviously it's kind of teaching me because from my kids, because I'm seeing them shoot up like sprouts. Oof, I know. And I'm like, so I'm like, wait, this is what? Wait, what just happened? Now this one's already grown. I only got two more. Mm. Are you, um, 
I don't mean to hijack the conversation no, for a second, I... but are you concerned of not being Lee Bryce, the country music singer that everybody knows and loves? Someday, like when you retire and you're not like, no, I mean, you're I'm still not, gonna have music I'm on the radio. I'm not concerned be about forever, that. But. A because I'm gonna always have the greatest music out on the planet. No, uh, <laughs> I I really am not concerned because if I'm to that point, music will still be a part of me. I, 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 you know, creating music, producing, even. But like the 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 thrill and adrenaline you get when you walk up on stage. You right? know that I think that you know that does change a little bit. You know, with life, right? You know, if it ever got to a point where I just... You can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I mean, I would appreciate... That's why I want to do it now and, like, hold on to the moments because when that day comes, you know, hopefully I'll be... Shortly after that, I'll be in the ground. You know, hopefully I can, you know, go really long, you know. <laughs> it's a quick So a you quick can go longer than me. It's a quick you know? I think about this a lot because I... I like, I love racing. I just... And, and you're going to get to a point where... Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough to do it anymore, right? Like eventually age will catch up to you, right? I got mm -hmm. time, but someday it will. Yeah. And someday I'm not gonna be able to win and I'm gonna retire. And then I'm gonna wonder like, okay, am I gonna like, you talk to so many, so many athletes that I talk to that retire and they have a void in their life and they're depressed. Mm -hmm. and I don't think I'll be like that, but I think I'll miss it still. I think like, you gotta find like, something else to be serious, to be something else to be competitive and something that you love. You know? Yeah. Fishing. You know, something, but then your brain, your either, brain, your <laughs> something. I something. Really, or yeah. running a crew, or yeah. running a, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. something involved in what you're doing. Like for me, like I was saying, like music, okay, when I'm not on that stage, I can still be in the studio, I can still be playing guitar. Right. I'm still in music at that point. You know, I'm still being creative. These are my favorite things to do. Yeah. So, I think it presents yeah. itself to you too. I think that, mm -hmm. I, I really do. I think that there are certain breadcrumbs that when it gets to that point, that maybe they sort of present themselves and it comes back to that feeling. Mm -hmm. The feeling mm -hmm. that you felt when you were six, the feeling that you felt when you were six. And yeah. once, and if you tap back into that, I really do, I believe it presents itself in different ways. Like I've, I've made some decisions because my kids are growing like weeds, right? And it's like, I don't wanna be gone all the time, but I really miss it when I'm not on the road right. working, right? Like, yeah. so I try to yeah. do both. And I, I realize like I've probably cost myself a lot of stuff because mm -hmm. of that stance, but what I found is what starts to feel like it also makes me whole are some opportunities like that too, where it's like, okay, wait a minute, I get that yeah. feeling when I'm up speaking, right? Yeah. I had never had that opportunity before, and I'm like, wait a minute, if I'm sharing some thoughts, it's not the same as right. like when the red light goes on, but it's still, I don't know. Mm. I get that, sense. I get that, I agree. You yeah. have something for Lee. Oh, I do. Did you, did you know he was coming with no. I got. <laughs> hang on, it's over here. I bet my microphone all fell oh, off. A, look, I'm tied sorry. to the. Dude, look, you are tied I'm to in. the chair. Oh, Who did man. that? That's how. I, that's how they keep me from so running you away. Go anywhere. That's what they do. <laughs> they we got you a helmet. Oh, dude. So we wanted to thank you for doing this tonight. Like I got batteries here. I got. I got a disaster, like a real man. helmet. So cool. Well, oh my God, Riker's gonna lose his mind. When I show him. <laughs> there you oh, go. So. Dude, look at you that. Kidding oh my gosh. We wanted to get you that. Say thank you for this. playing thank tonight. Are you kidding me? Thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. Now see if you can get that on your head. Yeah. I got a big head. I, got a big head. <laughs> I can tell you right now. <laughs> I can look at it until. Remember in the Jeff. beginning of this, we were talking about him fitting yeah. into that uh, in, your car. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get a big. When I played football, I had to get a big helmet. Even like in eighth grade, I had a big head. This is uh. so. 
Cool, man. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, thank you. brother. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I will tell you, Rocky is going to flip out. Good. You, cool. You, I've got some model we'll cars. Send, we'll send them a care package up there, too. I got some model cars you sent me, in, and I'm like, here, I want you to. Leave him in the box, and then he's like, so Oh, he's like that. He's like, oh, that's cool. He just loves cars, that's and he'll cool. be like, There's a '68 Mustang, and there's a. I'm like, So that's awesome. Anything like this, and I was telling him about Car guy. Day, and he's like, So he really loves. We'll bring him so, to the races one day. Oh yeah, we will. Be fun. Thank you, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you guys you. are awesome. awesome. This is a really fun conversation. It was. Right. You learned time. a lot. Are you gonna get up and play? Uh, no, I'm just gonna go up there and talk to some people. But that was <laughs> that was it. That's where it ends for me. You got the okay. So, this is something that I had for you. Well, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have played many, 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 many songs, many, many, many nights on this guitar. Oh, my gosh. And uh, uh, so this isn't one you bought, bought out of a box and signed and gave to you. But, like, I feel like, you know, if you ever do have to retire, you can play this guitar. This is something, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> Is it come with a coach? <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, coach. Just, just right. do this. Is it, is, that's all. Yeah. Got it? Nope. But, I got, <laughs> but thank you very Lee much. That's super cool. Some lessons, right? That is awesome. That super is cool. It's, that's been played thank and you. worn out and beaten in and out again. When do you use that guitar specifically? Are there certain? I use that. Nice. Um, I use that for the most of the show acoustically. And then I did for a while, I played I Don't Dance on it because you had to tune the guitar differently for I Don't Dance. For a while, I would tune oh. this one to that tuning. It's called Dad Gad, D A D G D A D. And uh, I play I Don't Dance with it. It's just two, two fingers. You know? Take okay. two fingers and slide it to the thing, keep the same position. And it, and, but, uh, do you always flip people off when you I do know it? you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a G, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. So if that happens now, I guess I'm just playing the, I'm the just G. I'm just playing a G chord. I was right? playing the G note. <laughs> I love it. Wait, what are your tattoos? Are those birthdays? These are birthdays. And my first number one I sang, and my first number one I wrote, first song of the year, and kids' birthdays and wedding day. Amazing. You can't forget them. Yeah. Smart. The problem is, Smart. is my first number one I sang and my wedding date were one year apart exactly, and I didn't know until I got tattooed. I went, oh. well, that really sucks, because oh, now wow. I can't remember really which one's the wedding much. date. Okay. <laughs> How many years is it been? Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's, I got a, there's married a date, on special date. 12, 13, 14. There you go. Uh, they, there you go. I asked her at 11, 12, 13, got married 12, 13, 14. Are you superstitious? Can't screw it up. No, it just was, because I know I'd forget. <laughs> oh my god are you for real yes absolutely i was like this that's is amazing. the perfect day i'll never forget this awesome. <laughs> oh my god you guys are the best thank you awesome. thank, thank you. you that's super so cool thank you really thank cool. you awesome i learned so much from that conversation and what i can't get out of my mind is joey logano's story about the forbes executive love that it left me thinking about that for days um i want to say a huge thank you to so many people who helped me get this episode together that means joey logano's team mike and warren uh lee bryce's team enzo anthony also the crew at two waves media max and the guys that hopped up on stage to get amazing shots family made also for this amazing partnership and a huge thumbs up to Joey Logano's foundation, watching them raise money for the work that he does, um, the impact, everyone could feel it. They help families and youths and kids who are, um, get second chances, people who specifically are going through crisis. And so the work that they do impacts so many people and 
they are truly doing great work. Anyway, if you like this episode, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Let me know who else you'd like to hear with on Lunch with Lindsay, but I'll see you next time. Thank you.